Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Former football fan, Liverpool player, and had a great call last night on uh, Sky Sport. And she did a stellar job, but I know she'll be disappointed this morning because we had our fair share of chances. We dominated possession, but we weren't able to get the job done. Rosie White, how are you doing? Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's been a lot talked about this morning, and I couldn't really sleep last night post that. I was so disappointed compared to last Thursday when I was just so aesthetic and I couldn't believe what unfolded. We went into this game as dead set favourites and we weren't able to get the job done. Are you disappointed? Is there a, a lot of missed opportunities? Like, what, do you, what do you make of it all? Yeah, well, welcome to the journey of being a uh, football fan fan. <laughs> um, a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah, I think you. I, I think I said it last night. You can never predict what's going to happen. Um, I mean, all of the games in the World Cups has been upsets. There's things that you can't predict, and um, I know I'm disappointed. I know the team will be super disappointed in the result. Um, yeah, had had the, their fair share of opportunities to score. Um, you know, like I think the Philippines came out with a pretty clear game plan and it, and it actually worked for them really well. So I think, yeah, there'll be a lot of reflection. And the good thing is there's, there's still hope, you know. It's, um, again, a pretty cool and unique position to be in. They go and win the next game and they could come out of the top of the group still. Um, so the dream is still alive, but it's made it a little bit harder now. Hindsight's a beautiful thing and you think potentially changes tactically that we approach this game with the right tactics um were we out coached out thought alan stanich in the philippines what he's done for that philippine side to get them from 90th into 47th sixth position and doing what they're doing their first goal first win at a world cup yeah i think you can see that you know alan stages the uh, the coach recognizes um the limitations and skill set that of his team um you know they play with really uh, tight, compact defence and then they're looking for opportunities to catch teams on the counter-attack and try and get um, set plays further up the field and that's exactly how they caught the Ferns off guard. Um, you know, and I think the Ferns tried to play a little bit more fluid, uh, kind of flipping in, in between formations and trying to cause problems for their defenders because they knew they were going to sit in those banks Um I think just couldn't quite um, find the fluidity that they were looking for. And, um, yeah, I think probably just 
yeah, I think they'll be a little disappointed with uh, the execution of the of the plan. They looked a little bit rattled from the um, the Philippines defence, didn't they? Yeah, I think they had a hard time um, breaking it down. I think it's again pretty unfamiliar territory for the Ferns to be dominating possession so high up the field um, and to have so much of the ball in their attacking third. Um, and I think just yeah, couldn't couldn't find enough creative ways to. Um, look really dangerous. Um, yeah, had lots of possession, but just had a hard time creating really clear opportunities. Um, and in saying that, they did create some pretty clear opportunities. <laughs> um, yeah. One very unfortunate offside, and um, you know, had had the chances and just weren't clinical enough. Rosie, what about the, uh, you know, I mean, I know we just talked about tactically there, but what about personnel-wise? I know it's hard to change a winning team. But when you've got a team that you know is going to line up, they, they did it against the Swiss with five at the back plus the keeper. Um, you you know, you, would you would were you surprised they didn't have more of those ball players that that can beat players one on one and take players out of the equation? The players like Annalie Longo and Live Chance from the start. Yeah, I yeah I think that was probably um, in the back of the coach's mind. I think that's probably why you saw the changes so early at halftime. Um, and potentially um, could have been a bit of a game changer having the likes of Annalie Longo on the field from the start of the game. Um, but it's, it's a really hard call. Obviously, both of those players, um, you'd want to be in there, but then they've both been injured. They're both kind of on the way back. Um, but, yeah, I mean, potentially it could have been helpful to have... You, you saw the difference they made when they came on, um, mm. especially Annalie Longo, like, just... Just having that creativity in the midfield, always wanting to get in the ball, and um, I think yeah, the Ferns missed that a little bit in the first half. Um, so potentially, they, yeah, they start, they start Philippi, uh, against the Swiss. You get them out there. We've seen what they were able to do on those edges, creating in the middle, kicking the ball, being adventurous. That's what you want from a team, and we're going to see that because that's what they do when their backs are against the wall. But I'm going to bring it up. The VAR. What do you think of it? Do we need clarity on the VAR? A shoulder in front of the defender. That just that just means they're ready. They're they're more prepared and ready to 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 chase that through ball. Yeah, I know. VAR is either your best friend or your worst enemy. Um, mm. I, I mean, it's it's heartbreaking to see how close that was. It almost looked like it was just half of her face that was offside, um, because the defender's arm looked to be in the same position, but. I mean, I don't know. It, the thing is, you can't really argue it. Um, the technology is there for the purpose of, you know, removing the, the bias. Um, and it just sucks when you're on the, on the receiving end of it. Um, but, yeah, yeah, so, so close. Are you a fan of this technology? Are we are we relying too much on this technology? Should we? Are we taking the focuses, focus away from the referees? Like, it's in all sport. Technology is a part mm. of everything. Tennis, you got the challenge, you got the captain's challenge in rugby, uh, you've got the challenges uh, everywhere, you know, apart from golf. You know, if the ball doesn't go in the hole, you miss out. <laughs> but, you know, are we relying too much on technology? I think the cat's out of the bag. I don't think there's any way to, um, you know, go back on it now. I think, you know, mm. removing bias from sport is. I'm a just good being thing. salty. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm so I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling super salty about it too. I, you don't want to hear what I'm saying as it's happening. But um, 
yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a tough one when you're in our position. If it was, if it was roles reverse, we'd be, we'd be praising it. We'd be loving it. Hundred <laughs> percent. So what? So what about the Swiss, uh, Swiss Rosie down in Dunedin? They, um, I don't know what the weather's going to be like for them. What, what, what do we need to be, I, I guess, um, aware of with with this game? Yeah, I think the Swiss game will be um, a little more similar to the Norwegian game. Um, a pretty like structured European side. Um, they've got again some really um, like world class players. Ramona Bachman is is definitely one to watch out for. Um, so, I, and I wonder if the Ferns will kind of go back to how they started that Norwegian game. Um, the Swiss tied the the Norwegians last night zero zero. So, pretty low scoring group. Um, I think, yeah, they're probably more familiar territory for the Ferns, um, a team that they've played before um, and have familiarity with. So hopefully they can kind of go back to um, the way they went out against the Norwegians. That's what we're all hoping for. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what the weather's going to be like. It's going to be hitting that roof. It's going to be dry as anything, and it's going to be a beautiful <laughs> afternoon under the stadium rooftop down there in Dunedin. I cannot wait to see a dry ball, because last night when the ball went through, it skidded and skidded, <laughs> and it just got away from us. So we won't be having the same effect conditions-wise. But just just about park the result. Like, How proud of you have, have you been of the football ferns and what this has done for a country? Of football uh, is for the young generation coming. Look, I'm a, I haven't watched a hell of a lot of football, but I've been watching these last this FIFA World Cup, and it's turned me into a fan and a supporter of of football. It's a great game to watch. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's so incredible just being a part of this atmosphere. I think what the firms did in their first game, um, you know, turned a lot of Kiwis on to paying attention to what a huge event this is. Um, and I and I hope people are realizing, you know, this is football is huge around the world, um, and I think we're kind of scratching the surface of its potential in New Zealand, and um, it's only going in one direction, and it's growing so rapidly um, in the women's game. So I think for the Kiwis to be able to have captured the the attention of our local audience is, is so special, um, and, you know, they've made history in winning the first game um, in a World Cup for men or women, um, and I don't think we should undervalue what they've done um, and what they still have to do yet. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's so good, Rosie. What, what, what else uh, um, in and around the tournament, what team do you like? Who do you think are the, are the team to beat? Um, uh, just watching the, the Germans play the other night, they looked pretty convincing, a 6-0 win. Um, obviously, the US um, didn't come out and totally dominate their first game, but they've got so many, so much star power. Um, you know, they could field a couple of first 11 teams with who they've got sitting on the bench. Um, so those in Japan, Japan also is looking pretty hot. Um, those would be my, my three to watch so far. It was a good uh, good debut in the commentary box for you last night, Rosie. Uh, what were you more nervous doing, running out uh, at Liverpool for the first time, or or uh, sitting next to, <laughs> next to Piney for Sky Sports last night? <laughs> I was pretty nervous last night. I'm not going to lie; my watch kept telling me to relax. Um, <laughs> that was the partially the the standings of the game, or just because I knew I had to comment on it. Um, but I enjoyed it a lot. Piney was fantastic to, to work with and um, yeah it's, it's easy to comment on, on the players you know a lot about um, but hopefully hopefully we can do it all, all again and 
next one won't be the last one. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us, Rosie White, talking about the Football Ferns. Unlucky last night, but they've got another chance to create history. And we're hoping it, because that pool is just anyone's game at the moment. There's one point separating uh, top and second. And then, obviously, Norway, Norway. Who would have thought they'd be on one point sitting lonely at the bottom after two rounds? Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. All the best for the rest of your calls on Sky Sport with Piney. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. It wouldn't be a show without Cameron coming through and giving me a little bit of stick and bringing up <laughs> Super Rugby Final. Is he a fan of the referee and technology after Super Final? It sucks when you're on the side, doesn't it? What are you in reference to? That forward pass was missed by the TMO, uh, by the touch judge. Are you talking about that one? Are you talking about Damien McKenzie when he was five metres offside? Not a shoulder. Not a foot, not a toe. I don't know, Cameron. You have to confirm it. Just give me a little bit of clarity on that, Cammy. I think me and you have to get up in that ring and do a bit of fight for life. That's enough of that. <laughs> Dino, are you listening? Dino Lonigan, are you listening? Is he there? No. Fight for life. Oh, there's a big fight coming up anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Fight for life coming up in a, in a wee while's time. Well, you and uh, two co-made events. Yeah, yeah, that's no, going to be good, mate. It's yeah. going to be good. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely definitely do that at some point. But uh, no, it's interesting to hear from Rosie, you know, from somebody who's been there mm. as a football fern and played the game at that level. Just, uh, you know, even <laughs> even she's not convinced by the technology. Uh, I, I know mm. probably we wouldn't be having this conversation as she said if it went the other way, but... Uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, if, if you're offside, you're offside. That's uh, that's. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't think you can argue it any other way. It's, it's the law might be wrong, but it was interpreted correctly by the officials. Why do yeah, you, you can't you blame need, the officials. Why do you need touch judges? Why, well, the touch judges are there for throw-ins as well as offsides, and for seeing other things that the referee might miss, other incidents the referee might miss. So the, the linos do flag, but they're told it's for the tight ones. Like, I mean, that was so tight. You know, it came. they had to go upstairs. It took them a minute to figure it out. I couldn't believe the technology. Like, when that laser beam just came on the park through the, through the TV screens and it showed the whole 3D dynamic of it, I was like, wow, this technology is absolutely crazy. But, um, no, you're right. Like, the rules are the rules. Shoulder is part of your body, and that was in front. Um, I just think clarity like you know like because you're getting punished for being in a better position to attack the ball basically your her foot and her feet were behind by you know a couple of centimeters and uh she was just in a, a better position to launch herself um to go forward but hey that's the rules and the rules they had their chances they dominated possession and they weren't able to to get a part of uh to get the job done in the end they've still got a chance taking on switzerland you had gave them no chance against Norway. Have they got any chance, um, Rick Dog? Well, I think the the cat's out of the bag in terms of you know the the mm. the, the way we played against the Norwegians. So the Swiss will probably be a bit cagier, mm. uh, but then the yeah. Swiss, on paper at least, aren't as good a team. They are a very good team, but they're not as good a team. I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance that the that the the Ferns do get a win. They'll have a, a packed stadium behind them. Uh, they need to do that. It'll be interesting to see what Yitka Klimkova does with the team, who she starts, what changes she makes. Um, I thought Grace Jale looked really good that last mm. ten minutes that she had in that game as well. Will she get an opportunity? Um, and then obviously you know Flea, Emily Longo, and, and and Liv Chance looked really really good as well. And you know India Pedro I, I thought they took her off too early. <laughs> 
<laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Oh, man, love it. Passionate as always. And some of our listeners are very, very passionate. I appreciate double eight double three on the tip of bedpost text machine. Oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. We'll shoot off, lads. Have a little breather, and we'll come back. We've got a big part of the show still coming up. We've got Judd Flavel. And we finally tracked him down. He was the NBL Canterbury Rams coach after their first win title in 31 years, 1992. So he's coming up as well. So stay tuned.